And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Stop it! Disenfranchised by the modern comics industry, producer Paul Spitaro, Dr. Bill Robinson, and Scott H. Gardner now ply the time stream in a never-ending quest to rediscover and reconnect with that unique brand of fun and excitement that can only truly be found in good old-fashioned, randomly selected comic book back issues. Journey with them now. Back. Back. To the bins. I got nowhere else to go! I got nowhere else to go! I got nothing else. Hello everybody and Happy New Year. I'm Paul Spitaro, that's Dave Pascarella, and it is, I guess, New Year's Eve as we're talking. Counting down to the end, huh? It's, it's, you, got, you got two... Dick Clark-like people. Uh, and we'll probably have showing as much life as Dick is at this point. Actually, a party like it's 1945. Actually, well, you know, Dick is, has left us. We're probably much more similar to the post-stroke Dick Clark that they'd wheel out onto the rocking New Year's Eve uh, when, it, when it was really sad to watch him out there. And I, I don't mean to be so disrespectful, but I just felt it was disrespectful to put him out there at all at that point. Time to wrap it up. Yeah. So what we're going to do today is, uh, as people are probably aware who listen, I don't buy new books unless I get somebody who's recommending, oh, you got to check this out or whatever. And even then, it's pretty rare. Uh, Dave, you know, barring the occasional Superman book that comes out, and uh, we're going to go into in a second what else he did. Dave is not a connoisseur of new books either. But we figured we'd take a quick look at Mike's Amazing World to see what came out in 2022 and what catches our eyes, uh, you know, kind of the year in review for people who don't know what went on. Uh, and and we'll, we'll see what we, th- what we think of uh, the stuff that came out month by month. Uh, but before we do that, I know Scott wanted to talk to us. He's not available today, but he had wanted to talk to us about the new direction that the DC uh, cinematic universe is taking uh, with the uh, dismissal of Henry Cavill, which is probably the biggest news that came out, uh, along with uh, just, you know, the fact that they're just going to be turning over a new leaf and what we think of it. And I'll tell you, my perspective is I liked Henry Cavill as Superman. I thought he looked the part. I thought he sounded the part. I thought he acted the part. I don't think necessarily the part was written as well as it could have been. I I think the blame I have for the Superman movies, and I am on record as having actually enjoyed Man of Steel, uh, but the blame I have for the Superman movies, I blame more on the writing and the direction, not on the acting that he did. Uh, when he came out at the end of Black Adam, uh, you know there was some question as to why he would be doing Amanda uh, Walling's uh, bidding, but I still liked the, the you know the way he carried himself and everything. So I am disappointed to see him go. That said, I don't like the way the cinematic universe on a whole has gone. Uh, I think it's been kind of like directionless, uh, and you know they they just it doesn't seem cohesive. I don't know that it's going to get better, but I think it's, you know, as far as cohesiveness, I don't think it can get much worse. Uh, So that's my take on it. What do you think? 
I didn't dislike Henry Cavill. The movies I have a lot of issues with. I have a lot of issues with the way DC chose to portray things. But Henry Cavill himself, I think he was a good Superman, given what he had to work with. You know, and I throw that in the costume I wasn't thrilled with. Agreed. I, I wasn't thrilled with the darkness. Look, you want to make a Batman movie. A Batman movie is dark. It's supposed to be. That's the way it is. Superman is a bright figure. You know, he's what we all aspire to be. And you can't throw that kind of darkness in there. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go back to he kills General Zod. Killed him in the John Byrne reboot, too. And we dealt with issues of, uh, you know, remorse and grief for months and months. But for a movie, I think you need to keep Superman the ideal, the bright, positive future. The man of tomorrow. That's what he was. And they just didn't go there. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, we, we've revisited this. I don't want to go too far on it, but I do agree with you. I felt like, you know, to, to borrow from Star Trek uh, speak, you know, they gave him his Kobayashi Maru situation and they had him take the I'm going to kill General Zod way out. Uh, I like to think that Superman would have found some other way to get out of that situation and, and yeah. you know, I mean, if he can turn his head and snap his neck, couldn't he turn his head so that his laser vision wouldn't be going by those people? Well, he would have thought that would be the easier solution to the problem. But what And then I... maybe slam his face into the ground so that his eyes weren't working right? I don't know. Something. That's what I would have gone. But you know what? It was the whole rushing of the whole process because they wanted to catch up the mob. <laughs> well, you had three Iron Man movies that led – into you know thor and the avengers and we're going to do this in two shots we have man of steel and then his second movie it's not even superman it's i think batman's got to leave right batman versus superman mm-hmm. and then you were going to kill him in the second movie it took what 40 years before they killed superman in the imaginary story in the 60s and then killed him in the the 90s again yeah. it was too rushed. I, I agree. I think they would they were trying to mirror Marvel's process without going through the steps to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's okay, we're gonna we're gonna give you this little flash and no pun intended there, but this little flash of each character, uh, except for Wonder Woman who will feature a little bit. Uh and, and then you know, you've seen enough, now we can move on to the Justice League movie. They they didn't let it develop organically, they kind of forced it. So, you know, hopefully this will be better. Uh, I don't know, you know, Suicide or The Suicide Squad, the the second movie, I thought that was pretty good, but I wasn't, I didn't feel it was up to Guardians level at all. So it's, I didn't see it yet, so I can't comment. Yeah, so I, I, I don't, I can't say uh, that I that I love it so much that uh, that you know that it, that it's a can't miss situation. So I'm, I'm going to kind of do what I always do in this situation, take a wait and see attitude. I, uh, you know, I, since they did this house cleaning, I, you know, I hear Gal Gadot's out too, right? Which is crazy because I felt like she, right. was, she was she perfect was the, casting, I thought. She was the, the highest point, I think, out of everything that came out of that best. My only yeah. objection is Wonder Woman's a product of World War II and not World War One, But 
things being what they are, whatever. But it was a great picture. Well, that, and that was that was an effort, I think, to not come so close to what Marvel did with Captain America. Well, it's that, and there's the the problem with the iconology that they don't want to portray for mm-hmm. understandable reasons. Yeah. But I thought so. she she was fantastic, and I, I think that's that's a bigger loss than Henry Cavill, and Henry Cavill I think is a loss. Yeah, and I, I kind of liked the thought that they were going to do like kind of a multiverse thing, and you could kind of pick and choose, and I don't know. Disappointing I don't know. It in, in some ways. Yeah. But Disappointing we don't in some ways, but what are you going to do? So. What did you think of Black Adam? Because I haven't seen it yet either. Uh, well, you can listen to uh, when I was on Comic Geek Speak, which is also on our feed for Back to the Bins, uh, that, you know, we, we did a review on it. And ultimately, take my take was I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was OK. I didn't feel like, oh, my God, I need that two hours of my life back. But I also didn't feel like, oh, that was awesome. By far, I thought the best thing was Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. <laughs> he, he was my favorite thing in the movie. That and uh, I, I, I hate to put this as a spoiler. Few people haven't seen it. Uh, I'm going to just keep it a little bit vague. You know, there's the uh, Adam Smasher. And then there's the Golden Age Adam is his uncle, I believe. Right, and they comes. have a cameo appearance by somebody who plays the uncle, and uh, I just kind of loved it. I got a big kick out of it. And I'm not going to do more right. than that because I don't want to ruin it. Good, good. So That's a shame. We're going to have to reboot everything again. You know, we're running out of time that we may not live to see a good picture. That's that's where I'm getting to now. I'm <laughs> starting to get to the point where, you know, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe started in 2008. So, you know, we're already 14 years deep into that. I don't know that I have 14 years, not that I plan on being dead in 14 years, I hope not, uh, but I don't know that I have 14 years to wait for DC to do this, and that's just assuming that they do actually do it right. If they do it wrong, then then we got to start from scratch again, and you know, by then, you know, how, I'm, I'm not going to live to 150. Do you know, maybe, maybe part of the issue is we've aged out. Do you know what I mean? We're not going to get the movie that's right for us. That is a theory, but I'm not ready to sign on for that because uh, I can accept movies that are made for people younger than me. I just want to see good movies. And if if I, I, I'm, I think I can be objective enough to say that was a good movie, even though it's not aimed at me. So I don't think I've aged out. First of all, my tastes haven't changed that dramatically. I still like stuff that I liked when I was a teenager. So, you know, I have no problem sitting and watching cartoons. I have no problem sitting and reading Silver Age comics that are a little silly in nature. So I don't think it's the aging out process. I think it's the overall quality has lagged some and it hasn't been what it should be. And that's not to say I don't get any enjoyment at all out of these movies, I thought Aquaman was an enjoyable movie. It wasn't a great movie by any stretch, but I thought it was enjoyable. I thought Black Adam was an enjoyable movie. It wasn't a great movie by any stretch, but I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, The second Wonder Woman movie I thought was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But see, it didn't sour me on the character. I thought It didn't sour me on the actress. It was a bad script. Yeah, oh, I think it was a terrible script, and uh, and uh, despite doing what I thought was a very nice job of directing the first movie, I thought the directing lacked in the second. And maybe that was somewhat of a – I don't know how much of it was filmed during COVID. I don't know if any of it was filmed during COVID. But you, do you know what the vibe was I got off of that picture? It was, we saw Saint Stranger Things be a hit, 
So let's do the 80s. Mm. Yeah, I think you might be right. I was very disappointed with that. And But I think it could have worked. I think it could have been very good. Just it needed a lot of changes to it. <laughs> a lot of changes. But see, again, like, go back to Man of Steel for a second. Killing General Zod. We we have a, a problem with that. He could have found another way out. There's young people today who watch that and go, oh, you should have killed more people. Mm. Well, uh, I'm going by my own sensibilities. Again, I, I I believe that I have tastes that transcend my age. I think I don't have it. You know, you, you don't have an entire or it, it doesn't have to be a movie that's made. You got me? Okay. Now I got you. Go ahead. Sorry. It doesn't have to be a movie that's made for a retiree. I can watch things that are made for people much younger than us. And I think we've borne that out. I think, you know, we, we've done reviews of cartoons that are clearly, you know, they're made for people younger than us. There's no question about that. And we've talked about how much we enjoy them. So I, I'm going to reject the we've aged out argument. I, I, I think that's not fair. I think that's giving them a crutch that they don't that they haven't earned. So I, I, you know, I, I hope for better. I, I you know, I, I just, I, I think, you know, Marvel has shown us you don't have to be embarrassed over the, the costumes. You don't have to be embarrassed over the villains. You just have to create your world, set your rules for your world, and then live within that. And I think, you know, even the Marvel movies that I'm seeing getting poor reviews or, or lesser reviews have still been more entertaining than what I've been getting out of the DC movies for the most part. I think you're right. I mean, and I think me, part though, of that is the attitude that the, the not being afraid to embrace the characters for what they are. The one Marvel movie I really didn't care for was black widow. I thought and, that was and, okay. and the kids loved it. I thought that was okay. The one Marvel movie I really didn't care for was, uh, the Eternals, which I really kind of thought was boring. Well, you got to leg up on me. I didn't even try to watch The Eternals. I, I saw had to the watch, trailer and went, that's going to annoy me. I had to watch that in, th- in three sittings because it, it, it wore me out too quickly. So I, uh, I I watched some and then I'd pause it. And, you know, when I started to lose interest and then I'd watch some more. Uh, and it wasn't horrible, but it was it's definitely my least Marvel movie so far. So, you know, that was one where I don't know if there'll be a rewatch on that ever. I, don't, I honestly don't know. So what would you like to see for the DC universe? How would you like them to reboot it? And what direction would you like them to go? Okay, well, I'm going to accept the fact that they've booted Henry Cavill uh, and that the main reason is we want to have a younger Superman. We want to have somebody who's about 25 years old take over the part uh, and, and be... be no, I don't think you want to go younger than 25. And he's got still got to be, you know, a fairly well-developed guy. He can't be a young 25. Uh, but he could. I, I want. I want to start the universe with him because I think that's that's the way DC should be done. And and there could be stuff that went on before he was there, but he should be the start as the cinematic universe, just the same. Uh, and then and then we got to then we can slowly expand from him. And and just to to stick to Superman. 
I think we don't necessarily need to do an origin story because we yes. did that in 1978. We did yes. that with Man of Steel. I think we could do something maybe in the opening credits, which is our origin story, yes. and then start with his emergence, you know, I, in, I, in Metropolis. I, I think you could have it enough that you have it on the screen, doomed planet, you know, rocket sent to Earth. Kal-El arrives and becomes. You you don't even you please don't rehash this again. But I, I think you can rehash it in about three minutes while the credits yes. are rolling. Mm-hmm. And you could have, you know, just clips and flashes of different things to show. Uh, and I would probably try and old school it a little bit. Uh, you know, not to make it look dated, but go with kind of the models of things as close to it as I can from from the early days of the, you know, as far as how the ship looks, how Krypton looks. Uh, I would probably so- try and old school it as much as I can. Uh and then I, you know, you show the ship landing, and then you show the Kents taking the baby, and then you, you know, you could show him, you know, at the Fortress of Solitude and coming out, and you know, that's when you say directed by so and so, you know, by the time by the time he's coming out of the Fortress of Solitude, so now he's ready right. to put himself out there in front of the uh, American people, or or the people of the world rather, uh, and from there, and and maybe. I think you keep it exclusively Superman at that point. Yes. I would probably go with Brainiac as the villain. Yeah, just because we haven't seen that, and we wanted to see that 30 years ago. Yeah. And and I, I don't think I would have any references to other heroes, even if there are some that was supposed to exist before. Uh, but, you know, I would I would I might just do something like a post credit scene to kind of link it to something showing that there was, there, there is a lo- larger heroic world out there. I would love to see a full blown period piece JSA movie mm-hmm. uh, and, and establish those characters. Uh, and I, I don't know how you get them into the modern day. Cause I've, I've always said, I want to see the JSA in the modern day, but I don't want to see them as octogenarians. I want them to be, you know, 40 and 50 years old, the older heroes, but not so old that they can't be effective anymore. Like the Earth 2 that we had when we were. When we were growing up. Yeah. So so I'd like to see, you know, somehow they're going to have to come through a time warp or something. Parallel Earth. You make it a parallel Earth. Yeah. And, and yeah, somehow they come to our Earth. I don't know. Right. But, you know, it, it could be done. They can definitely come up with a storyline that'll do that. But I would love to see a JSA movie. I would love to see, you know, start with the Superman movie. Uh, I'm not going to be, I would not be so quick to go to a Batman movie, even though that's your, uh, you know, that's your money, uh, movie. That's the one that's probably going to give you your biggest box office. Wait, is the bat, is Batman out? They're not going to make any more of those. I think those are out also. I think everything is starting from scratch again. So I I would try to kind of hold off on Batman and maybe even have him show, you know, have little clips to show that Batman exists or that Batman is an urban legend. Yeah. And that people don't even believe he exists. But and then eventually you do a Batman movie. the second movie. Superman movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you don't do that. And you don't do it in the second Superman movie. But you do it, you know, if you're going to do phase one and phase two, I think Batman comes at the start of phase two. Yeah. That's the way I would do it. The closest and, but, you, you get is maybe a news article in the background, you know, something yeah. about it was crazy somebody, somebody commenting, oh, what, what's going over the, on over there in Gotham City? You know, they say there's a bat that's stopping crimes. What the hell is that about? I don't know. Some, something along those lines. I would 
see, I, I would be very happy to, to just take the Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot Wonder Woman and put that right into this universe. I hate to have to start it from scratch again. I know. And, and it becomes, how, how do you start it from scratch? If, if you're going to start it from scratch now, what what's a raw origin? Uh, yeah, I don't know how you you could have you could have her on uh, what you call it the Amazon island. What I can't even think. The Mascaria. Uh, and just have her existing there and not in the man's world until modern day. Right, that's and what you, you have, have to do. Yeah, have her come over in in whatever you know at whatever point. Similar uh, to it, what the DC movie, the animated one, they made in the early 2000s. That was the origin because it was modern. Uh, Trevor right. crashes, you know, in a jet plane. So you you could do that. In fact, you could, and you, if you wanted to, you could even bring Gal Gadot in and just kind of. You you never make reference to the first movie, but you also never deny that it's part of the same thing. Well, like they did with Linda Carter. Right. The first season was in World War Two. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden it was in the 70s. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. And, and you still had uh, Lyle Wagner as uh, Steve Trevor in both. He was the son or the grandson of the original guy or something like that. So there's, there's ways you could play with that. I mean, even uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they never I don't think they ever denied the first Hulk movie that the Ang Lee one. In fact, they yes. just kind of showed credits of, uh, you know, the stuff happening at the beginning of the incredible Hulk. And, you know, not from that movie, but you know, they, I don't think they ever kind of said, Oh, that one doesn't exist. And certainly I they, it, fits, it fits in. You could watch both of those pictures and it fits. And, and yeah. And then you have the incredible Hulk with, you know, Edward Norton, uh, and then we go over to Mark Ruffalo, and they're just like, yeah, 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 it just goes on. So I think you could play with that a little bit, you know, unless you decide. I have no idea how old Gal Gadot is. I'm thinking early 30s, mid 30s, maybe. But she so could she, always wind up like Jacqueline Smith, who looks good at 75. Yeah, she could. I don't, but, you know, I don't know how long term their plans would be. And if they might say, well, at this point, if she's 35 now, by the time we're going to be done, she's going to be 50. And. You know, I don't know if if they want to just get somebody younger right from the start, but you know that would be the only thing that would keep me from using her right now is is just if you have long term plans that might age her out of it. Yeah, yeah. You know that's that's part of the problem that Marvel is dealing with is you know some of these actors getting a little long in the tooth for the role. You know, so. the thing they have to avoid, I think, is for Superman and Batman, we don't need the origins again. No, absolutely not. Like I said, if if you want to do a pre-credit sequence or a during the credit sequence, you know, something that's really, really brief, something saying you already know what happened. So we're just going to show you some flashes. Yes. You, I think you're, you're onto something there and, and maybe make that the shtick, you know, where that's how we do it. We give you the origin that way, except for some characters that people may not be familiar with. Well, and then, you know, you get to, you got to see how you're, how you're hitting too. Uh, you know, like Marvel started hitting on all cylinders and then they said, you know what, we can do Guardians of the Galaxy, even though people don't know who these characters are. And we can do Ant-Man, even though that's a lesser character. I mean, Ant-Man's going to have his third movie soon. I didn't even want to see that. The kids made me go see that. And I, I, and it was great. So, 
you know, if, if they can if they can build up a little product loyalty to the DC cinematic universe, now you could start saying, hey, maybe we'll do a Green Arrow movie, or maybe we'll do a John Johns movie, or I would like to see a, a Green Lantern that works. Or yeah, that's certainly something that should be in the works. Uh, you know, a Green Lantern quality movie. Uh, and and again, I think they made the mistake there of trying to force too much in. You know, they 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 didn't they don't let it they didn't let it breathe a little bit. Well, the other mistake with that, and I'll be blunt with you, I'm a Hal Jordan guy. That's my Green Lantern. But for the time they made that movie, everybody knew who John Stewart was. He was the one in the uh, the uh, Justice League cartoons. The kids, they should have made it a John Stewart movie. To be honest with you. And I yeah, think I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm the same way as you, and I agree with you totally. I mean, I grew up with with Hal Jordan being Green Lantern, so that's my Green Lantern. But I think if you had gone John Stewart, people would have been more quick to recognize it. Or you could have gone, you could have even gone to both, you know, yes. eventually, like over time. Uh, but to, but to actually in the very first movie already go to Parallax, yes. that's that's rushing things way too much. So I don't want to rush us through this but we do have a a kind of a limited time schedule here and i do want to take a look at what came out in 2022 so if people are uh want to follow along with us all we're going to do uh is really take a quick look at each month and we're gonna if you go to uh if you go to mike's amazing world of comics and then go to newsstand and then I have show all publishers. And then for the on sale, I am picking on sale in as opposed to cover dated. And we're starting at January of 2022. So I bought, I think, zero books from 2022 so far. So all I'm going to do is point out covers that I find to be interesting. Uh, Dave, I know you've picked up Superman books and G.I. Joe books. Yeah. I Anything picked- else? I'm taking a look through here. I definitely bought Action Comics. I wasn't buying the uh, all-star reprint business. Yeah, right off the bat, the first thing is The Absolute Fourth World uh, by Jack Kirby, but it's volume two. Uh, I would not mind owning those, but I I don't know that I ever will. Yeah, I've kind of, unless it's Superman related, I'm not buying any more bound editions of anything. Jesus. I'm all the way up to the bees, and there's nothing else here. Uh, we have the Avengers West Coast. I mean, right now I'm looking. The things that are catching my eye the most are are reprinted older books. I know. That's the sad part of it. Uh, let's see. And then, you know, the other thing is that we're seeing, you know, as we look through this, like Black Widow number 13, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, seven, seven variant that. covers. There's a, there's a, later in the year there's going to be a Superman where there's like 17, 18 covers. That tells you where you're really trying to stretch a buck. We get Captain America Iron Man number two, one, two, three, four, five, five covers. I, I don't really see the point of that. I also bailed on the crossover, if you know what I mean, where it was uh, I would buy every tie in it. I'm mm-hmm. done. I don't even think there's a G.I. Joe for uh, January. I know they had some publishing issues. So this it's is, probably. This is, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, it's probably just Action Comics is the only thing I bought. 
Oh, yeah, I haven't bought anything in this in January. I don't think I, I think we're going to get to December and I'm still not going to bought anything. I didn't buy any. I, I bailed on the Justice League. I stopped buying that. So, yeah, I think for uh, January, that's it. Now, I'm a little curious where this storyline went, only because I'm seeing Daredevil Woman Without Fear. So apparently Matt Murdock stopped being Daredevil and someone else took up the role. Some woman took up the role, uh, which is kind of, a, you know, I'm, I'm vaguely interested in that. Uh, Fantastic Four. I, I really wish they wouldn't do all these variant covers, to be honest with you. It's irritating and it takes up too much space. What the hell is this? Hellcop? Hellcop? I wonder if that's... Is that related to Hellboy? It must be, right? Alternate you, covers there, too. Human Target, number four. Uh, the first cover, not the second. Uh, hey, kids, look, comments. Very is that Andy Lallon putting that out? Trade paperback? Um, I'm thinking no. <laughs> but you never know. Andy, you know, he keeps to himself sometimes. I see a lot of homage uh, covers on the variants. And a lot of racy covers, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I mean, I'm not seeing I, I would say, so. you know, I'm, I mean, I'm in, into the M's. And so far, the thing that seems to interest me the most is I'm curious, oh, who took on the mantle of Daredevil? And that doesn't mean that it's necessarily a good book. But I'm not seeing anything where I'm thinking, wow, I wish I'd picked that up. The only ones that I'm that are, I'm raising an eyebrow that are making me curious are ones where it's, you know, collections of prior stuff. So look at this. She-Hulk. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, it looks like eight or nine covers. I don't really see the purpose, honestly. Now, I understand if you have a book that's going to be hot, that putting out multiple covers like that might get people, you know, the, the speculators or whatever. But a She-Hulk book that I still, even with the TV series, I don't expect it to be that big a deal. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just don't see it as something where it's going to even push up the sales all that high. But and I guess they know better than me. What did you think of this? Uh, and, and I don't know if you read it or not, but uh, I certainly didn't. Uh, Superman 78. I did. I, I just got to that. Yes, I bought that. I read that. It was all right. You know, it wasn't fantastic. It was fun. Is it, it was, Lex Luthor or is it somebody else? It's Brainiac and Lex Luthor. Okay. And is it, it was fun. Is it a Brainiac from the comics, or did they try and make they, it? I believe they mashed everything in. I think it's start. you know, now you're going back a year. My mind's not what it used to be. I believe it was uh, originally the green one, and then he turns into the robot one. Okay. That's one of, of so far, of, of everything I saw for January, that's the one that has the most interest for me. And now I'm going to shift over to February. And Unless I did you have not anything buy, else that I did not buy eyes. Superman, Son of kal I had no interest in that. If it's not the original, I really don't care. I liked him when he was a kid. Okay. The Adventures of Superman when he was a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. We're going to February? Yeah. Uh, I bought action. 
I didn't. Let's see, we got a lot of amazing Spider-Mans here, a lot of variants. Some book called Ant from Is Image. Supposed... Oh, okay, that's not Ant-Man. No. I got a, a little run of Archies here. I like the cover of the Archie with the Mustang with skis. <laughs> and then we have an Archie cover that's... Uh, uh, this is interesting, and this is certainly uh, an effort to uh, have uh, representation, but they have a cover of one, uh, a variant cover of Love and Heartbreak that is a takeoff of Gone with the Wind, only it has two men. It's a little, uh, certainly an effort to uh, to put it out there for everybody. Did these things these things must sell, right? I guess. I don't think I've ever bought one in my life, to be honest. As, as a young kid, I, I had bought some Archies, but not many. Before I was a comic collector. So when I was, you know, eight or whatever age, I had a couple of Archies. Batman always takes up a big chunk of real estate. Let's I wonder what the Superior Four is. We're all the way down there already. Hold on. Oh, Devil's Reign, Superior Four. So I'm only into the Ds. Okay. It's a Marvel series. I don't know. Cloaked Dark Horse. That looks interesting. And yeah, I'm not seeing a lot that's going to grab me here. I might have mild interest in the human target because I found that to be a kind of a cool story, you know, cool concept back way back when. Didn't they have a series of that? On yeah, they did. Uh, I mean, I can't remember now offhand. That was 15 it? years ago. Yeah. And this looks interesting, a series about Maestro, which is that Hulk alternate reality one that kind of becomes the ruler of the world. Sometimes stories like that uh, are better just left alone instead of going back to the well over and over again. Yeah. Philadelphia. I have no idea what that even is. <laughs> Nor do I. Uh, yeah. Marvel Masterworks. Savage Spider-Man. Sabretooth. Sabretooth is one where it feels like they've gone to the well too often. What the hell do you think One Star Squadron is? I mean, clearly it couldn't be a hit. They didn't even make multiple covers. No, uh, it's. I mean, they're, they're not really giving you much to go on here. Uh, written by Mark Russell, artist Stephen Lieber. It's a trade paper, or oh, reprinted in trade paperback. This is this one that came out was. Uh, it looks like it's number three of six, so it's a mini series. Wow. Yeah, I'm not. Supergirl, I, I cut out. I 
Kalel, I didn't have any interest in. And, and again, you know, the, the thing that that catches me is, you know, reprints of stuff that I already have or have, I've printed in, you know, in trades already or whatever. We have Warlock by Jim Stalin. We have What If, the original Marvel series Omnibus. You know, those are the things that are interesting me. And those are things, you know, that really have very little to do with this year other than the fact that they were reprinted this year. Yeah, no, no. And, and again, there's no G.I. Joe in February. There was a publishing problem. Okay, so we'll move on to March. See if there's anything there that catches us. Absolute Wonder Woman, Gods and Mortals. Yes, I think that's, that uh, I think that's a George, the George Perez run, I think. I think I have a bunch of those issues. So again, my eye is being caught by books that came out years and years ago. And I'll tell you, Action Comics, again, I bought that. But do you know what the problem is? If you actually read these books as I did, he's not on Earth. He doesn't have the costume. It goes almost the whole year before you see any Superman. Mm. So well, that's that's part of the problem with the, de- uh, the decompressed storytelling, too, which we've talked about many times. Uh, we had, uh, it looks like Astro City uh, came back to to some extent with a lot of variants. Everything's got a lot of variants. Avengers, Avengers Forever. The epic collection, Crossing the Line. Yeah, which looks to be... Uh, Actually, I'm just trying to figure out what what issue you know what what era those are reprinting. Uh, I can't tell. Yeah, Batman, Superman's world finest. That looked interesting, but I didn't buy it. The one with them giving a high five, or no, the, the Batman slapping Superman. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna want. The one with Batman slapping Superman. But we do have, if we keep going through the variants, we have the one of Superman slapping Batman. I'd be quicker to pick that up. Yeah. How many do they go up to you? I, what the hell is this? Is this, oh, that's a promo. Goes up to I. It's a little out of control. It's not a little. All right, it's a lot out of control. Do you think there are people who are actually trying to buy every variant cover? I'm sure there's the occasional person. I still know that it. I still don't know that it actually makes financial sense to for them to do that many. But you know, for better oh, yeah. or for worse, they do. I bought Captain Carter. Oh, in fact, ladies and gentlemen, Dave gave me a copy of Captain Carter as well. So I do have a comic from this year because somehow Dave bought two copies of Captain Carter. And I wasn't going to just keep it to save it, to go up in value. I liked it. I thought it was all right. I like Captain Carter. I like the character. I think it's, you know, it was kind of a cool what if thing. Uh, what else we have? We have a lot of Eternals. Uh, yeah, they're variants. I guess they, would, they thought we'd play off the popularity of that movie. Well, that was a big hit. It, this, now this looks in parallel universe. 
here's a book that I might have some interest in reading. Gru meets Tarzan. But I think that's also a reprint because it's a trade paperback. Uh, what else have we got, guys? Anything else that's going to catch my eye? Anything, please. Come on. Looney Tunes. Although, uh, you know, I have to say I probably wouldn't like that because I like the classic old Looney Tunes. And when they've done new, newer stuff, it's had very little interest for me. The Mighty Marvel Masterworks, Daredevil. Again, you're reprinting old stuff from 60 years ago. This is where people are listening, going, these two old farts. We got Rogues number one, which is a variant on the Action Comics number one. Uh-huh. That caught my eye. Uh, the sensational Wonder Woman looks interesting. It wasn't interesting enough for me to actually buy it, but it looks like it has the potential to be interesting. Star Wars number 21, the uh, Darth Vader variant cover with the lightsaber looks interesting. But, you know, these are poster images. These aren't even things that give you a hint as to what the story is going to show. No. Well, the the worst variant comes to me are the ones of the action figures. You you know what I'm saying? Do you really Mm. need? You can't afford to get the mint on card figure. Not seeing a lot here, and I'm getting down to the bottom. I'm ready to look at what April. What is this? Superman Action Comics War World Trade by... Uh, please, I got that in the issue form. Uh, let's see. Hang on. Give me a sec. War for Earth 3. That looked somewhat interesting. I didn't buy it, though, but it that looks interesting to me. You know, I also reached the phase where I'm just not giving DC money for no reason. I'm not giving anybody money for no reason anymore. It's just, you know, you gotta, you, you've got to give me a reason now. All right. Ready I'm to go to April. April. Uh, I, like the, I like the Action Comics variant, the second one that's for the month. With Superman standing with the bullets bouncing off his chest, a la George Reeves. Do you know what the thing is with those? I'm going to say it up front. I believe the first one is a paper cover. The variant after that is a cardboard cover, and it's like a buck more. Yeah, I wouldn't buy it. Don't no, no, I'm, not, I'm just saying that's what they do. It's not even like it's variant covers that they're the same price. Mm. Amazing oh, Spider-Man number one. Oh, they were starting at number one again. We're rebooting. I guess. Right? Am I reading that right? Yes, you are. And we have How a lot of variants on this that. one. Let's see. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty different covers. Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. Eighteen different covers. The last two are not variants for that. Still, yeah, it's ridiculous. I bought the Batman 89 series, too. What'd you think of that? It was all right. 
It wasn't as good as Superman 78, but it was good. You know, if you want to read something that's just, you know, it's all right. I would buy Mm -hmm. that. Some of the world's finest are making me regret I didn't go down that route, but I'm not going. Captain Britain Omnibus might be interesting to read. I assume that's, I assume, you know, because they have the old school costume on the, at least on the variant. So I'm assuming that Omnibus has a lot of his, uh, you know, his his books that came out in England that we didn't get here. Right. So that might be interesting to read. I bought Captain Carter. See, this whole deceased, deceased, I, I had no interest in that either. I, I, I did. We, you know, we did a little bit, I guess, you know, last year. Uh, we did like an issue or two of it, and it didn't really grab me. Seemed like another effort to just kind of, you know, cash in on the Walking Dead thing. Yeah. I had no interest in the Earth Prime, Superman, and Lois. Yeah, no, I don't think that would, that didn't, I, you know, I don't think that would get me. And I'm just uh, assuming it's off the TV show. Yeah, I would imagine. And, uh, you know, Mike Bailey has said good things about that series, but I haven't actually watched it. Yeah, I'm flying through these months. And again, the thing I'm seeing is the ones that catch my eye are the omnibuses and the trade paperbacks. And there's very little that that's really, you know, modern stuff that I'm looking at. Like I, I see here. This, I think this might be interesting, is the Savage Sword of Conan uh, original Marvel Years Omnibus. So those are issues that wouldn't have been in his comic series. They would have been the magazine-sized ones. So to have those all put together would be kind of cool. I'm not even going to read this title, but look at the title of the one after Scorched. Seriously? I'm headed there now. Scooby Doo, Scorched, and then and oh, yeah, I don't want to say that title either. That's and there's a variant on it as well. Unbelievable. I guess you know to use the uh, in case somebody's listening and they say, well, you got to tell us what you're talking about. It is the uh, street street word for uh, a prophylactic, which is something you'd call somebody who you think is a bad person. Spectacular Spider-Man, facsimile edition. Now, the cover, uh, and it's a, it's variant B, but the variant B cover of Superman, Son of Kal-El, number 10, looks pretty cool to me. Yeah, I got to get it there. Yeah. yeah, it's a cool-looking cover. Doesn't mean I pick up the book, nah. but, you know, at least it wouldn't turn me away based on the cover. No, I just had no interest. Like I said, World of Krypton, too. I went down that road how many times already? World of Krypton from the 70s, the 2000s, the mm-hmm. 80s. I'm not going there again. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Planet's gone. Move on. And I am going to move on to, to May as we flash through this year. Order action. Yeah, that's a shock. Let's see. 
Have you read any of these amazing Spider-Mans? No, I have not. And I, I don't, really don't even know where they've gone with the story because I feel like they, they just beat the character to death now and they haven't really, you know, there's there's no consistency. It's one, I think it's one of the reasons why I don't like new books is they've, they've just done so much with these characters and they've overexposed them so much. You know, you, you have to have 16 different Spider-Man titles out some months that, that there's just no continuity that I can wrap my brain around anymore because you know we've we've gone and come back from so many different things and we've rebooted and it just i think that's the biggest thing that's turned me off is just the lack you know the the fact that they got to the point where they had to just say the hell with the continuity well you know also the 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 thing with the covers not being represent representative of the story and having 15 different covers you're looking at the cover and you go are these the characters that are even in the book? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I mean, and we've had a problem with that with some older books too, though, where, where they would kind of do a bait and switch, you know, where you have Neil Adams draw the cover and you think, Oh, that looks awesome. And then you pick up the book and it's very, very pedestrian when you look inside because it's not Neil Adams inside. Well, I don't even mean it from that perspective. I mean, you may have like a traditional Spider-Man on the cover and then you open it up and, and it's Spider-Woman, the story's mm-hmm. about. Well, and it, yeah, they don't really give you a clue as to who the villain is in the book. And eh. I bought yeah. Captain Carter. I think we could just put you down each month as having picked up Captain Carter and Action Comics. Beyond Dark that... Cr- Dark Crisis, I had no interest. Super Pets, I, maybe I regret not buying that. Let's see. Firepower. I'm way ahead of you as as we've been on most months. But look at a variant D for Sweet Paprika. Okay, hold on. Let me get Which is an image book. Moving my way down here. Sweet Paprika. Hold on. I'm thinking maybe this is similar to the book that they had years ago, Cherry Pop Tart. Oh, that's interesting. Certainly not playing to a young kid. Well, maybe it is playing to a young kid audience, but certainly not. Not number nine. Not that their parents would approve of. Varying D certainly isn't. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, my. Most parents of young children would not approve of that being placed before their children. Yeah, and you know, again, there's still no G.I. Joe. Now, I know I have G.I. Joes I bought. Well, we'll keep moving on. I'm going over to June already. Hold on, hold on, hold on. June, okay. I don't need to say it again. Yeah. But I bought now, it. Now, cut. Amazing Spider-Man number three, variant A, catches my eye because uh, it shows, you know, Spider-Man pulling off his mask and underneath the mask is a scroll. Uh, so that, that's kind of got me a little curious as to what we'd see inside. Not curious enough to pick up the book, mind you, but a little curious. You also have to wonder, though, if that even has anything to do with the story. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that's always a question. Now we have Archie and Friends Summer Lovin' number 13, variant B, which I assume is supposed to be Betty on the cover, uh, but it's an homage to the 1970s Farrah Fawcett poster. Yes. That's, that's kind of cool in its own way, just because of the homage nature of it. Then we have Archie and Friends Summer Lovin' number 13, variant D, which has Archie on water skis jumping over a shark tank. The Fonz. Yeah, and he's got the leather jacket on and stuff. So I don't know that there's anything in these books worth reading, but th- both of those covers actually made me smile. <laughs> I actually like the uh, Avengers 57 variant. I think uh, that's a neat cover. Avengers 57. The variant one. The, Cap- uh, the, the Captain America one? Yeah. Oh, actually, that's the only variant. That's interesting looking. I don't, I'm not sure where that, that one is headed story-wise. I'm not sure if it's representative. If that's not representative, then that would really be bothersome to me. And it could very well not be. <laughs> if I picked up that book based on that cover and then there's no scene in the book, you know, that kind of has something to do with that, that would bother me. I like the world's finest cover number four. Number four, variant D. Uh, hold on. Oh, which cover? No, not even the variant. It's the re- <laughs> God bless. The other one, uh, the very first one. Oh wait. Yeah, right after Cat, uh, Batman, Catwoman. Number yeah. 12. Okay. Yeah, with the uh, green, green lantern. lantern. Yeah, it looks kind of interesting. Tell Kathy I said God bless you. A bunch of variants on Captain America's Sentinel of Liberty, number one. Catwoman. I'm amazed that there's so many. The Catwoman has three covers. Yeah, the variants really just turned me off. Dark Crisis. I hate this place. That's an interesting story. Which one? Where are you? You're already I'm, in, the I'm in the eyes. I'm in the eyes. Man, you know. But you know what? I, if, if, when stuff doesn't interest me, I just keep moving. I don't. I don't. I don't dilly dally. Because I figure it's not interesting listening if I'm just saying. Eh, 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 eh. You I'm know, hoping to, hoping to at least interest our audience. I'm wondering if the publisher of GI Joe, uh, Mike, doesn't. Cover. Uh, did you, did you pick none. up uh, a significant number of them over the course of the yeah. year? Yeah. Yes. And maybe they're not in here for some reason. I don't know. Well, I bought all the GI Joes, and they so were then decent we, stories. I'm down to the M, the ends now. We have New Fantastic Four, which is Ghost Rider, Spider-Man, Hulk, and Wolverine. It does. I don't believe it's a reprint. I think it's a uh, let's go back and visit that storyline again and, and keep, you know, milking that cow as much as possible until it dies of malnutrition. And did you check out all the covers of variants on Poison Ivy? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. 13, you would, think, 14, you would 15, not think Poison 16. Ivy would have, have that many, uh, you know, 
have that much interest to justify that. 16 covers. Here's no, another, I, I guess another effort to milk the cow is Rick Grimes, 2000. No. You know, every time I see Sandman, the first thing that pop, pops into my mind is the JSA. Mm. Or Flint Marco. Mm. Yeah, I keep seeing these Star Wars variant covers with the action figures on them. Right? Is that like the stupidest cover ever? It, it's, it's on the list. I don't know if it's the stupidest, but it's certainly uh, worthy of considering. I will say this Crimson Rain stuff is starting to pique my curiosity a bit. Yeah, not mine. Yeah. Trying to be positive, man. You know, you are a very positive guy. We all appreciate it. What the hell yeah, I'm this? into the X's and I'm clear of it. It yeah, didn't do right. it for me. Yeah, all right. Let's I'm go ready on. to go on to the next month. July. We are into the second part of the year. Second half of the year. Above Snakes from Image. I wonder what that. You know, you you hear the titles of these books and you got to wonder, like, you know, what what's that about? See, again, look at Action 1045. That's the prime cover, completely unrepresentative of the story. Completely. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, or, well, I don't see. I mean, there's two. There's a cover and there's a variant, and I don't know that either one of them. Neither one is gives me any indication as to what expect to expect inside. It doesn't than, even have the costume in the book. Based based upon the variant, I'm thinking, okay, this is somebody pretending to be Superman because it looks nothing like him. It's a very bad. I think George Reeve. That is. Oh, that that is a very bad one if it's meant to be him. Very bad, I think. We have a bunch of variants on Ant-Man number one. It's just, these are some interesting variants here on Archie. Again, uh, friend, Friends Forever Summer Surf Party. Betty and Veronica's Friends Forever Summer Surf Party, where it's playing off like He-Man, I think, on some of these variants. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the variants is a, a play on Hulk 181. Uh, you know, some some of the variants make me chuckle a little, but again, not that it would make me buy them. I don't think they would print them based on just making me chuckle. Now look down the Batman Superman World's Finest number five, variant C. Is that supposed to be Tom Welling? I think that's very possible. Yeah, I think that is. It doesn't look like a very good Tom Welling, but I'm pretty sure that's who it's supposed to be. And Carter. And here, look, Captain America, symbol of truth, number three, variant A, another action figure. Hmm. Yeah, that's... And look, Catwoman, no... Go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, the appeal of that is lost on me. Now, look, Catwoman number five, variant B, is that supposed to be Michelle Pfeiffer? Uh, That I'm not sure of. 
the hair looks off, but the face kind of reminds me of Michelle Pfeiffer. I would say that's accurate. The fate, the, the the features are similar to her, but the hair doesn't look right. This is where we're going to rip off actors' uh, images this month. And we have Defenders Beyond. I wonder what that's. It looks like it's a mostly female variant on the group. Not variant as in variant cover, but variant as far as the uh, roll call. Hmm. Let's see. Zero war. And then we bring back. It's funny how they kill off these characters and then they got to bring them back all the time. We have Janice Bell. Was that the original Captain Marvel? No, no, that's supposed to. I believe if I'm remembering correctly, and it's been a while, he is the son of Captain Marvel. But I think he may be cloned and not actually a legitimate son. But don't hold me to that. I'm not really sure. Was he a fortunate son? Yeah, he was killed off in the Thunderbolts, though. And I guess they brought him back now. Look, this to me was the highlight of stupidity. Jurassic League. Like the Justice League is dinosaurs or something. Oof. And it is by DC. Yeah, no, no, it is. And then we get a variant on it, too. Yeah, it is the Justice League is as dinosaurs. Now, if that's a book that's aimed at like six year olds, that's fine. But the, I really don't the, the, think it is. I don't think it is either because the variant cover looks like it's aimed at six years old, but the main cover does not. Marvel yeah. Superhero Contest of Champions Gallery Edition. Hardcover. That's wonderful. And I'm flying through the month again because I'm not seeing anything to catch me. Into the S's. Hold on, I'm I'm almost there with the S's. Uh, Well, there's a lot of variants in the S's. Superman Space Age. I wonder what that's about. I bought that. I haven't read it yet. But I did. I bought that one. Just the original cover. I'll have to let you know how that is when I get around to reading. That tells you how, you know, compelled I was that I haven't read it yet. Yeah. And I'm ready to move on to August. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Let me scoot up. We have AXE Death to the Mutants. I don't even know what AXE is, so. I forgot. I I think think that was... I think there was a series that where they told you what that acronym was, but I don't recall. I bought Action Cover, uh, Action Comics, variant A, not B. Uh, where is Action Comics? I'm, I'm missing it. There it is, variant A. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad looking cover. No. Uh, I don't like. I, I actually, you know, what, I'm going to take it back a little bit. I, I really don't like the way the costume looks. Yes. So it's not not a terrible cover, but could be a lot better. Amazing Spider-Man uh, facsimile, facsimile edition. 
annual number one. What is it? What do they mean by facsimile edition? The reprint. We used we used to say reprint in my day. So, so that's all. The, okay. We can charge you more. No, this is a facsimile. Can't get that for twenty dollars. Look at look at Batman number one one twenty six variant D. Oh, that's horrible. Isn't that fantastic? Batman at the beach in trunks and his cowl, and that's it. <laughs> and he's got the the, the extremely tight fitting cr- trunks uh, with the you know exaggeratedly thin waist. Uh, it, uh, that's terrible. It would have been funnier to have him in the Adam West costume with the bat shark repellent hanging off. Or it would be funnier if you drew it more cartoony. I don't know if they think somebody's going to think that's sexy and rush to buy it. Yeah, the Riddler. Now, as we do this and we're going through, and we, you know, I mean, we're trying to go through quickly because I don't want to make anybody totally bored with uh, as we do it. But if there's somebody who's listening and you've read anything that we comment on, or if you, uh, you know, we passed up something that you thought was really good, let us know. I'd be curious. Uh, I know I saw uh, Professor Allen got the uh, Doctor Doom Book of Doom Omnibus, which is obviously reprints. But, you know, those omnibuses, they are bothersome to me a little bit just because there's so much in there that I'm always afraid of, uh, you know, the spine cracking and that, the you know, they start to fall apart on you because they're so thick. Harley Quinn. Detective Comics facsimile edition number 27. Oh, I've heard of that book. I've just read it not too long ago. Uh, the Harley Quinn ripoff of Batman number one. Mm-hmm. wonder what Loaded Bible is. Blood of my blood. Uh, I'm not so sure I want to read that. That was like that old Robin Williams stick where they're going to remake the movie and start Charles Bronson. Okay. A lot of Marvel masterworks. New champion of Shazam. That looks like, you know, Mary Marvel taking on the role, maybe. That's. Looks the way to me. Again, Poison Ivy. Look at how many covers. Yeah, too many. Batman and Robin. Again, Shaolin Cowboy. I've heard a lot of people say that that's... I've Which heard one? of that Shaolin Cowboy. I think oh. it's, it's, it's based... I think it's a, a manga book or something, but or an anime... You could get your Obi-Wan cover. Action figure. Mm. I don't even want the action figure. I don't want the action figure cover. Look at this Stillwater number 14. I looked quick. I thought that was supposed to be a Rebel Fleet Trooper. With that hat. Hmm. 
And I'm ready for September. All right, I'm almost there. I'm at the W's. All righty. Give me a sec to get up there. September. Yeah, I'm convinced that uh, Mike doesn't cover the publisher of uh, G.I. Joe. Yeah, I guess not. Action Comics, I bought variant 1047A. 1047A. Uh, that's okay. I know, you know, I, I, I honestly, though, with the exception of, uh, actually, no exception, there's no one cover on the Action Comics. There's four different covers. Uh, and there's none that I think, oh, if I saw that on the stand, I'd want to pick it up. No. Let's pick your poison. And this is, well, actually, this is issue number five. I was going to say Avatar. Maybe I didn't see the other ones. I figured, you know, with the, with the movie coming out, maybe they were trying to, uh, to to cash in on that. I guess they they have a whole series, Batman One Bad Day. Because we've had the Riddler, we've had uh, Two-Face. I think there was another one. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's exactly right. I wonder what the Batman audio adventures are. I don't know. I'd be, I'd probably be quicker to be interested in, uh, in, in sampling that than a lot of these books. We have a lot of Creepshow covers here. Yeah, quite a few. And we have some EC archives. Those are those might be cool. Again, going to who, old who stuff being reprinted. The, I didn't get there. Who's uh? Who well, EC DC? was owned by the same whoever owns Mad Magazine. Uh, you know, so I, DC I, must own it now. Does DC own Mad, Mad Magazine at this point? I think Which I don't do. think is even published any longer. But as far as the past, you know. The, the copyrighted material. I don't know who owns it. But I would imagine it's oh, Sellers. Unless EC is in the public domain at this point. EC Archives, Crime Patrol, Dark Horse. Oh, Dark Horse archives. published it, yeah. So either Dark Horse has the license or it's uh, public domain, one or the other. Look at all these Harley Quinn covers. Yeah, too many. A lot how to, of them, how like to the read s- comics the Marvel way. I didn't even know they came, if it came out with that. If, if you need to be told how to read comics, then you shouldn't be reading comics. Look at this one here. It's a, called I Hate This Place, but look at vi- the variant cover. Isn't the variant the same as the regular? Look at the title on the book. Though. Oh, yeah, okay. It's got the expletive. That's stupid. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be so critical, but I don't like it. And that a new champion of Shazam with Barry Marvel looks interesting. Yeah, you know, I don't mind the variation where, you know, you let uh, the Billy Batson Captain Marvel be busy somewhere else or temporarily, you know, depowered or whatever and mary marvel gets the spotlight i'm okay with that uh and it could be interesting i didn't like when was it in uh 
countdown that they started making, uh, you know, Mary corrupted. Yes. I, I didn't care for that. Nope. That was terrible. I, I do like this Star Wars Legends cover on the Epic Volume 7. I just think it's a cool cover with Boba Fett, Han, and Lando. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. And we have a little more Sweet Paprika. <laughs> I bought Superman Space Age number two. I haven't read it yet. Well, now we're getting to much more recent. I mean, there's much more of a chance they haven't read anything going forward now. Yeah, that's, that's it for me. I'm done with September. All right, let's hit October. Board action. Shocking. I know, right? American Vampire, 1976. That's just after American Jesus. Yeah. See here, one bad day, the Penguin. I guess everyone became a villain because they had one bad day, huh? Nobody, I guess so. Nobody was just really a bad guy to begin with. <laughs> Uh, there's then, Black Adam, Justice Society, Dr. Fate. Yeah, with the uh, Pierce Brosnan cover. I will say or he's the, or the variant. The variant. Yeah, P- Pierce Brosnan, I was saying uh, when we were discussing it, I mean, he's, I believe he's in his 70s now. Wow. I can't believe that. I mean, you know, he's, he's definitely aged well. He looks better in his 70s than I do at a decent amount younger than that. Of course, he looked better at every point in his life than I ever looked at any point <laughs> in my life. Let's be, you know, let's be fair. Check out these Fear the Funhouse comic books. Where it looks like it's the costume in the box. Mm. It's, it's, a kind of, it's kind of a cool uh, thought. And it's those are Archie. So we have uh, Veronica is the first is variant B, and Betty or not Betty Sabrina I believe is variant D. I'm not sure who that's supposed to be as, as variant C. Is that Jughead? Jughead, right? It's got to be Jughead. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's got the the Jughead hat, but he's zombified. <laughs> the uh, Betty uh, Veronica is a vampire. I'm not sure what it's supposed to be on Betty. She's in a uh, crystal ball. Is that what that is? It could be, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Or it could be, uh, what do you call the thing, the the pot that the witch is, which is... Cauldron? Uh, cauldron. It could be. See, this interests me. GCPD, The Blue Wall. If it was a straightforward, like, cop comic book... Mm-hmm. Didn't, I, they do, I, didn't they do that uh, for, for Gotham City at one point? Gotham Central years ago. Yeah. And what do we have? Halloween party? See, I, I don't know what the incentive for somebody 
to just say, you know, oh, this this one Halloween party, which all it's got is at least on variant A is just a green, a, an orange cover. What makes somebody who doesn't have any familiarity with that property say, oh, I'm going to pick that up? When you could get hack slash number one. Or you can get iron cat number five. Yeah. And we do have some Miracle Man stuff. Uh, you know, Marvel, I guess, finally reprinting those issues from the 90s, unless they were from the late 80s. I don't know. I wasn't familiar with that. I know they were very popular at one point, and then they were, there was a, uh, a big rights issue between. Neil Gaiman and then uh, what's his name? I can't even think. I'm drawing a blank. The Watchman writer uh, that he had written some, and there was there was some problem with them, and the Marvel couldn't reprint them, and they became very uh, very sought after for a while. But I think that fervor died down. Now that they can print them, now everybody wanted it until they could print them. Now that they can print them, nobody wants it. We have a couple of variations uh, on the uh, cover for the Superman number one facsimile edition. Yeah. Yeah. Tomb of Dracula number one facsimile edition. I find these facsimile editions to be troublesome that somebody's going to try and sell you know, sell them as, as being the original somehow and people are going to fall for it. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not doing that, going for facsimiles. No, me neither. I'm ready for November. I'm already there. I bought Action Comics. And not, not Variant C. Just the original. Oh, Variant C is horrible. Variant C reminds me of the Bugs Bunny cartoon when they had, uh, I don't remember what they call the character, but he was like the gorgeous George. Yes, yes, I remember that. Wrestler who fought the Crusher. Yes. And Crusher pulled his his hair net down and turned him into a a speed bag. (laughs) Betty Betty and Veronica both wearing uh, bikinis for Christmas. Bikinis. You got to get both issues to complete the image. And There's a lot of Batman versus, like versus Nightwing, versus Robin. I, I think the bottom line is Batman is their bread and butter character that they know they can get money on. Uh, but the problem is, it's it's they so overflood the market with it that I don't have any interest in reading any of it. Yeah. It's the same thing that's happened with a lot of series, you know, many of which are not nearly as appealing as Batman. Uh, but just you know, when it when it gets overflooded, I just don't have any interest in it. Now we have the death of Superman, thirtieth anniversary. Aren't those like original issues still? Available like really yeah, cheap. Yeah, I, I wouldn't buy. I, you know, we we missed. I, I bought these DC Horror presents, Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Dead, and I've actually read the ball. And 
they were all right. You know, they this the it's supposed to be this adult, you know, you know, you think it's the Walking Dead, it really isn't. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's all right. Yeah. I'm not thrilled with the R. Because it really doesn't look like Sergeant Rock. Well, that's that's the first bad part then. Yeah, we have a lot of variant covers on Fantastic Four number one. So another reboot. Frankenstein. New World. The Gold Goblin. They really are running out of ideas. Uh, Harley Quinn with a lot of covers. Hell to Pay from Image with a few covers. Uh, Here, I bought this Justice Society, number one. I don't know what to make of it. I have to read the second one. You read the first one, though? I did, indeed. Starts out the first two pages. You're like, oh, wow, they really get it. And then you turn the page and it's like, what the is this? (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know where they're going. Uh, not, 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 not too uh, enticing to me then. Uh, Night uh, of the I, Ghoul. Let's see where the next two go. Uh, let me know if it turns out to be decent when you... Uh, but I won't be waiting for that call. I did Secret. not buy... I did not buy the new Golden Age. I figured they weren't going to sucker me into two, two teases, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yoda, number one. Now, that might have me mildly interested. Oh. You're not interested in the Queen Amidala action figure variant cover? Uh, no. You sure? <laughs> I really am. I am watching the Golden Age Omnibus number seven. I'm waiting for the price to drop. Yeah, if it does. All right, I am ready to move on to the final month of the year. One second. Uh, Action Comics number, Action Comics you bought. I I bought this too, Superman Callow Returns. All right, let me get up here. Actually, I don't see an Action Comics for you to have bought. I don't think there was one. I haven't gotten... They probably canceled it. It it, Another one that would have, like, some mild interest for me. Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries. I don't know if you gave that to me for free. I might read it. Well, that's kind of my thought on everything. Uh, I haven't spent money on any of these things, so it would have to be somebody probably giving it to me for free or me taking it out of the library or something like that. Uh, Did I order nothing this month? Oh, now we get we're, we're getting uh, Namor. I wonder if they're now making it, you know, kind of line up with what we got in the uh, 
Wakanda Forever movie. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. There were things about it that I liked. There were things about it that I wasn't totally crazy about. Uh, but overall, I'd still probably, you know, I'd still say it was decent. It was, you know, I know people loved it. I wouldn't go that far. But, I, you know, I enjoyed a lot of it. Yeah, December is not looking like it's got anything that I would rush out to get. But that's, you could say that 12 times in a row. I could have sworn I ordered something. So now you've got me curious. One second here. Just check my orders because I was sure I ordered something. I don't know. It's I, don't, I don't know that I'm I seeing anything here months. that I would think, oh, yeah, Dave would want this. The list isn't complete. There was Action Comics 1052. Okay. So, Sergeant Rock versus the Army of the Undead number six. I'm not ready to blast uh, Mike for, no, for, not, no, for no. not being totally up to date. Oh, wait, I think possibly. we're ahead of the game. My mistake. I apologize. Because when I order in December, this is on sale in December. My mistake, Mike. I apologize. Wow, I guess I didn't order anything. I don't don't blame Mike if he holds a grudge. It's time to get in line. There's a lot more people who got issues with me. Got a lot of of issues with you people. Yes, all. That's what it is. So that's... I'm through the year and there's precious little that I would have bought, but that's... Not surprising. It's kind of what I would expect it anyway. Uh, and there's, you know, you what you did buy kind of fits what I expected. The only thing is that we didn't see the G.I. Joe issues in there. G.I. Joe is wrapped up now. Uh, I got the last issue this month. December had arrived. Number 300. I guess they, they lost the uh, license to it. And uh, Larry Hammer rip, wrapped up the story. Did he kill everybody off? Don't even I, 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 yeah, I've been saving them because I wanted to read them in a block. So I'm moving on to that. So no, what have you been reading? I've really been going with older stuff, which has kind of been my want for quite a while. And I just got uh, Artisan Editions of Gil Kane Spider-Man and uh, John Buscema's Silver Surfer that I'm going to be diving into as part of my Christmas gifts. So I'm, I'm looking forward to reading those over. I mean, the stories I, I know, you know, well already, but it'll be cool to, uh, to see them with, you know, the original artwork and, and notes and things like that on them. So I'm looking forward to kind of going through those. Nice. So um, we were planning on keeping this relatively short today. So I'm going to stick by that. Uh, I'm going to say thanks, Dave, for joining me and taking this journey through 2022. Uh, And thank you, everybody who listened. Happy New Year, and we'll see you next week. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening to our show, and we hope you'll continue to join us each and every week for more good old-fashioned comic book back-issue awesomeness. You can contact Back to the Bins to leave feedback, comments, questions, suggestions, and criticisms via email at bins at twotruefreaks.com or by joining the Back to the Bins group on Facebook. Back to the Bins is a proud affiliate of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, 
which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is a registered trademark of Demanzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Please take a moment to stop by the twotruefreaks.com site and check out their many other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks, and we'll see you next week.